Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Kevin Mills on the line, and he is a licensed mortgage loan originator over at Crest Mortgage, and he's also just launched a new podcast. Um, it's called Screw the Side Hustle. Uh, Kevin, welcome to, the, welcome to the show. Hey, Adam. Thanks for having me on today, man. So I'm excited to get into what you're doing over at Crest Mortgage, and congratulations on the new podcast. Really excited to help you get the word out about that. Love supporting the podcast community. Um, but before we do that, let's get a little bit further into your background. So how did you get started in your career and in business? Yeah, for sure. So to to really paint that story, and I'll do it as quickly as I can, um, you really got to go way back. So when I was uh, a lot younger, five, six, seven years old, something like that. Um, my dad actually pastored a church in small town, Mississippi. Um, and I found this book called Child Craft. It's basically a set of encyclopedias to tell you how to make things. Um, and I found out how to make paper baskets. Next thing I knew, I've got a room full of paper baskets, hundreds of them <laughs> just all across the floor. And had that kind of light bulb moment where I was like, hey, maybe I could sell these and then I could buy this toy or candy or whatever it was that I wanted at the time. So I loaded all those paper baskets up in a bag. I ran to the largest marketplace that I knew of at the time, which was my dad's church. And I started selling these paper baskets for like 50 cents a piece. And then next thing you knew, uh, you know, I had the money that I needed to to get whatever it was that I wanted at the time. And that's really the first memories that I have of when my entrepreneurial tribe and spirit began. Um, since then, it's been a, a pretty long journey with a lot of stuff packed in in a short amount of time. Um, I've worked in advertising sales, car sales. Um, I was an electrician for a year and a half. I was a motivational speaker for a semester. We ran around touring at, at um, high schools across the country. And then when I got married, um, I came back on my honeymoon, stopped at my brother's house to drop off a gag gift that I got him. And there was a vacuum cleaner salesman that came to the door. For some reason or another, I stayed, watched that presentation. Next thing I knew, I had just bought a $3,000 vacuum. Um, and the dude talked me into coming and selling them. So the next day I quit my job. Then I started selling these vacuum cleaners door-to-door, full-time. Um, we spent the next year and a half, two years in that business, built that up to a seven-figure team. Um, the number one recruiter in the nation for that company, largest team in North Mississippi at the time. But, you know, it, it the next logical step would have had me tied in that industry for the foreseeable future. And it's not really what I wanted. I didn't want to identify as a vacuum cleaner salesman, right? Although it was fantastic money. So my wife and I decided to shut our team down there. We sold our house, packed up our whole um, car, put our dogs in the car. We moved across to Arizona. 
So from Mississippi to Arizona, got our uh, mortgage licenses, and now we are operating as mortgage brokers, um, you know, helping families refinance and purchase their homes. And that's where we're at today. Wow, what an amazing story. I love it. From uh, paper baskets to uh, to um, vacuums to now mortgages and, and a lot of other uh, ups, downs, sideways, everything in between. I, lo- I love your story. Um, that being said, you know, there's some younger entrepreneurs that are out there listening to this right now that maybe they're not quite as far along with you uh, in terms of business experience or also just life experience. What kind of advice would you give to that young entrepreneur that's maybe out there just graduating college or maybe they didn't go to college and they're going right into the workforce um, on starting their first venture? Yeah, so I'm going to actually answer that uh, with two answers that are unrelated, but I think they're equally as important. important. Um, A, because you brought up college, I would say don't go to college just to go to college. Um, make sure that if you're going to college, it's for something that requires a college degree, like a uh, attorney, a doctor, something like that. Um, if you don't know what you want to do, maybe you should start jumping into different workforces and seeing what kind of fits instead of spending thousands upon thousands of dollars in four years of your life um, in college for a degree you're never going to use. That would be uh, part one. Part two is that you don't have to love what you do in order to love your life. You can learn to love what you do as long as what you do allows you to do what you love. Now, I know that was a mouthful, but, you know, I see all the time all these big speakers on stages talking about how if you find what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. That's bullcrap, 100% bullcrap. Um Whereas if if you find something that allows you to do what you love, then you'll love your life. You know, so if you want to make an impact on the world and stop child hunger, okay, you don't have to quit your job and move to Kenya to feed starving children. Maybe for you that means that you need to find a career that you can make a lot of money in that way you can really make a big impact for the starving kids, right? Do you get where I'm going with that? Um, you know, it, it's just more important to find something that allows you to do what you love instead of doing what you love. Yeah, I mean, to me, the way I look at it is everything's work. It doesn't it doesn't matter. There's always going to be exactly. some level of work. I mean, I love what I'm doing right now. I mean, I, I still can't believe I get to interview people all day, and this is my actual job. Like, I'm a podcaster. It blows my mind. But that being said, hey, I have off days. Like, I by every means, uh, you know, I have off days. And, uh, some days I'm like, oh, man, I am not feeling all the best. But guess what? I have 10 interviews lined up. Does I can't I can't let those 10 people down. So um, there's pressure no matter what what you're doing. So I love your, I love your advice there, Kevin. Um, that being said, I want to, speaking of podcasts, I want to get into yours. So um, let's get into it a little bit. Uh, so tell me more about it, the inspiration behind it, the format, what can listeners expect to get from, uh, from, from, um, from uh, tuning in? So yeah, screw the side hustle. You can find it on Apple, Google, anywhere you normally find your um, podcast at. Basically the whole deal with the show is that we're trying to inspire and motivate Um, our listeners to take the jump to go all in on whatever it is that you're pursuing. You know, I see so many people, they get so caught up in these side hustles and they don't realize that if they'd put their full 
their full devotion and attention towards that so-called side hustle that they could 10x their results. You know, it's all about making those big loops uh, or big jumps, right? Um, one of my favorite sayings is bold actions get bold results, right? And so that's the whole point of that show. And I, I try to, all the people that I interview, I try to make sure that they have that unique story where they had that one point where they really jumped and saw those 10X results. So that's what we're doing awesome. with that show. That's awesome. Um, let's switch it up, Kevin. I want to get into what you're doing over at Crest Mortgage. So you, you hinted on it, but let's go a little bit further. So tell me a little bit more about the business and what you and your wife are doing. Yeah, so for sure. We're a um, we're brokers, and for anyone that's out there listening that is unfamiliar with how mortgage loan officers um, or the whole mortgage process, for that matter, in fact, works, there's two main categories. You've got a banker and you've got a broker. A banker is your Wells Fargo of the world, your Bank of America, that kind of stuff. They lend um, their own money. A broker, we use multiple different lenders and bankers in order to match and fit your unique situation. You know, because there's a lot of scenarios out there with debt to income issues, credit score issues, things like that, that Bank of America or Wells Fargo could never touch. Um, and one of those reasons is just simply because, you know, the loan officers that work at those companies, um, they're not as devoted into making sure that it works. Right? Because a lot of times their salary, um, salary paid people, they're not worried about that commission, to be quite honest. Um, whereas working with a broker, we have your interests in mind a lot more, um, especially with with being licensed. You know, that's another big difference between a broker and a banker. A broker, we have to go through a pretty rigorous licensing um, process, whereas a bank, you don't. Um, so, yeah, and we're really excited about it. We've got a lot of great programs, um, a lot of the uh, stuff for investors like stated income, um, cash flow loans, things like that. And then for your normal, you know, single family residence homes that people are trying to buy or refinance, um, we're really flexible with debt to income ratios. And we're also able to work with borrowers as low as 500 credit score. Um, so I'm really, really, really proud of what we got going on there. We're doing a lot of business. Um, I'm not sure if you've noticed, but there's a refi boom going on in the country right now. Uh, and, and we're definitely grateful for those interest rates. That's awesome. Uh, so, Kevin, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on either your podcast and also on Crest Mortgage um, and working with you, what's the best way for them to follow up? Absolutely. So you can always reach out to me on Instagram. It's at official Kevin Mills on Instagram. Um, shoot me a DM. I try to answer as many of those as I possibly can. And then if you want to check out more about the podcast, um, and to be able to follow that, just head to screwthesidehustle.com, and all the information is right there. Fantastic. Um, well, hey, Kevin, really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about your background, the new podcast, and also all the great work you're doing over at uh, Crest Mortgage. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to uh, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes Store. Um, share this with your friends, your family, um, coworkers. Um, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And, Kevin, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you.